Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I wanted to share part of this week's training early with you all. So please enjoy the attitude of gratitude. This is Entrepreneur's The Playbook. It is my favorite training that I ever do. It's the gratitude training, the Thanksgiving training. And gratitude is the superpower that I try to train to do the best that we can. And the first thing that we have to realize about gratitude is that number one, it's a practice. The practice of gratitude uh, itself, and we will have, by the way, a guide, a gratitude guide for everyone. You just have to email me, david at dmelter.com. Uh, so look up that david at dmelter.com. You can have the gratitude guide. Gratitude is a practice. Anything that is a practice needs adherence. That's the missing glue to all the practices, good habits, bad habits, anything you want to effectuate into your life has to have adherence if it is a practice. And gratitude is the most important practice that you can have. Uh, you need to adhere to the practices. And I decided to kind of create the practices that best not only accelerate and grow your own uh, an enormous, abundant, limitless being uh, by utilizing gratitude, but also that uh, allow for adherence because it doesn't matter how great the practices are is if you don't practice. So the first thing that we want to do to create this reconciliation between adherence and practice of gratitude is to say thank you as much as possible. You got to say thank you before you go to bed and when you wake up. Uh, it allows you to take inventory of your gratitude. It allows you to take inventory of your gratitude and it allows you to program yourself throughout the day to find the light, the love, and the lessons. You need to establish a daily practice in which reminds yourself of the gifts, the grace, the benefits, the good things that you will and do enjoy. If you do this, it will shift the paradigm from you wanting to be happy and grateful to I am happy and grateful. What am I doing to interfere with it? You need to recall the moments of gratitude associated with ordinary events, with your personal attributes or valued people in your life that give you the potential to interweave a sustainable theme of gratefulness into your life. You need to say thank you as much as possible. Say it out loud, think it in your head. It takes 0.1 seconds. It doesn't cost a penny. And, uh, you know, I have a gratitude challenge uh, for everyone uh, as well. And we will put that up in the notes to say thank you every single day. Uh, you know, I've studied physics, quantum physics, and metaphysics. I've surrounded myself with the biggest thought leaders in the world. Uh, all agree that this practice of adherence to gratitude is the most powerful tool, most powerful superpower that you have to change your life. And that's why I've created this challenge for everyone. Starting today, a gratitude challenge, you uh, just email me, david at dmelter.com to join the challenge. And uh, we will give you the link. If you succeed in the gratitude challenge, uh, I will send you uh, my books, guides, exercises. Uh, I will sign a book, pay for the book and send it to you. So join the gratitude challenge. But more importantly, your life will change. You need to say thank you as much as possible. Uh, and 
it, it will engulf you as an adherence. One of the other things that you can do to incorporate adherence to the practice of gratitude is frame your gratefulness, frame your gratitude. Remember actually and put it into comparison to something that didn't turn out the way that you thought it was supposed to turn out. Take something in the past that you thought was supposed to turn out a different way. You didn't get into the school that you wanted to get into. Your girlfriend or boyfriend broke up with you. You lost all your money. You got a disease. Whatever it may be, remember, recollect, and remind yourself that you thought you wanted something, but you got something else. And then be grateful in your current state of mind as you remember the more difficult, challenging times, the shortages, the voids, the obstacles and experiences that you didn't think you wanted, but now are grateful for it had occurring. When you remember how difficult life used to be and how far you have come, you set up an explicit contrast in your mind. This is where adherence and practice reconcile. And this contrast is a fertile ground for gratefulness. So not only say thank you as much as you can, but frame your gratitude. Another mechanism to utilize in the practice and adherence of gratitude to change your life exponentially, to be able to find the light, the love, and the lessons is to ask yourself questions. Don't take judgments and conditions. Don't demean, degrade. Don't doubt yourself. Don't put your attention and intention on what you don't want, what's missing, or what other people want for you. Simply ask questions. Meditate on those relationships with your parents and friends and siblings, work associates, children, and partners. Using these questions have helped me, and I want to give you these th three questions, which will be in the guide, so make sure you email me for this guide. The first is, I ask myself, what have I received from this experience, person, people, place, or thing? What have I received from it? And then the second question is, what have I given to this situation, this person, this place, or thing? And then finally, the third question, what dis-ease have I caused to it? What or who is causing me dis-ease? as well. If you ask yourself these questions, instead of applying judgments, conditions, ego-based consciousness with the need to be right and need to be offended, separate, inferior, superior, anxious, frustrated, angry, guilty, any of these other things, if you can ask yourself these questions, it will enable you or adhere to the practice of gratitude you will be able to find the light, the love, and the lessons and everything. You will see pain as an indicator that you're being promoted or protected, not punished. You will see the setbacks, failures, all of the different things as they should be seen with the light, the love, and the lessons. We all want to be fast learners. People ask me all the time, how can I come work for you, Mr. Meltzer? I said, just be a fast learner. Right? If you can show me not only gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, and inspiration, but that you are a fast learner, oh, we can do a lot together. We can expand, grow, and accelerate, and you can do so on your own as well. The fourth thing uh, of the practice and adherence to that practice is share your gratitude. So all first three are about you. 
say thank you as much as you can, frame your gratitude, ask yourself these crucial questions. But now we need to share our gratitude. We need to share our gratitude and uh, what, you know, there's been a ton of research, obviously, in the connectivity between us and everything. And but research has found that expressing gratitude can change all of our relativity, all of our relationships. So the next time that your partner, friend or family member does something you appreciate, right, meaning it adds value to you, or you have add value to them, be sure to let them know. You cannot share your gratitude enough just the same way that you cannot say thank you enough. We're being rejoined here on IG. Thank you so much for your patience. Like I always say, thank God my car doesn't drive like IG drives because we would not get anywhere. Come on now. All right, anyway, share that gratitude. Remind, remember what you're doing to interfere with your gratitude, not trying to go get it, share it. The fifth thing that we wanna do uh, with adherence to the practice of gratitude is practice gratitude through all your senses. So remember our five senses or six senses are all the inputs into the sensory cortex or the cellular memory that we have. And the consistent behavior of that speaks to the subconscious and the neural pathways in our mind, creating efficiencies, effectiveness, and statistical success, which then communicates to the unconscious and can actually change our personality traits, characteristics, obsessions, and addictions, which we want to be aligned with gratitude. So what we wanna do is practice gratitude through all of our senses. So through touch, oh, I'm so grateful for what I feel, for what I see, for what I smell, for what I taste and what I hear. If we gain an appreciation of what it means to be human and all of its senses and inputs are one of a higher vibration or frequency of gratitude, of light, love and lessons, what an incredible miracle it will be to just be alive. We need to practice gratitude, adhere to this practice by utilizing all of our senses and appreciating what we have with these senses in order to effectuate our own gratitude for the embodiment that we've been giving and the miraculous construction of that gift and the gifts that we give and receive through that embodiment or our bodies. Practice gratitude through all your senses. Next, use reminders. In order to adhere to the practice of gratitude, in order to adhere to the ability to find the light, the love, and the lesson, you have to use, you have to use reminders. Two obstacles of gratitude. This is why we need reminders. And this is for adherence in general, so it applies specifically to gratitude. Two obstacles of adherence to practices, especially the practice of gratitude, is forgetfulness and awareness. If we can practice understanding forgetfulness by utilizing reminders, by using lighting a student in your calendar, by utilizing the five daily practices, which I'm happy to send you, with the, the gratitude guide, david at dmelter.com and my book, if you do the gratitude challenge, right? Forgetfulness and awareness. Because the two primary obstacles to gra gratitude 
our forgetfulness and the lack of mindful awareness. Visual reminders can serve us as cues to trigger thoughts of gratitude. We need to remind ourselves, we have all this great technology, all these great calendaring and PIM applications, personal information management systems that enable us to remind ourselves to be grateful so we can adhere to the practices of gratitude, which says, remember to say thank you as much as you can, frame your gratitude, ask yourself questions, share your gratitude, practice gratitude through all my senses, and I need a reminder so I don't forget and I raise my awareness so it becomes part of my subconscious and unconscious as well. Finally, students of your calendar, make gratitude an activity that's planned, not planned, and your sleep. Be a student of your calendar. Pay attention to and give intention to the grateful coincidences that you want in your life. Make the adherence and practice of gratitude an activity you have planned, not just unplanned. Make a vow to practice gratitude. Research shows that making a vow or a plan to perform a behavior increases the likelihood that the action will be executed. Therefore, write your own gratitude plan or vow. Write it out. Look at it, study it, pay attention to, give intention to the coincidences that you want and they will appear. These are the practices and the adherence principles to the practice of gratitude. If you want the gratitude guide, just email me, david at dmelter.com. If you want to join my gratitude challenge and change your life, just email me, david at dmelter.com. It's that simple and it's all free just like saying thank you. Beyond the practice and adherence to gratitude, we have to shift our perspective. Perspective is the second of the gratitude guide that we talk about. And the perspective is one in which uh, has to be based off of one thing. It has to be based off of the fact that you believe whatever religion, spirituality, or philosophy you believe in, you have to believe in something bigger than you, something bigger than you, and that that which is bigger than you, the all-knowing, all-powerful, omniscient source, whatever you define it as, cares about you more than you care about your own children or your parents care about you. If you can have this perspective, then you will be able to, no matter what occurs in your life, the things that you want, the things that you didn't think you want, the things you don't think you want, you will be able to find gratitude in it. In other words, you will be able to find the light, the love, and the lessons in all the pain, mistakes, failures, setbacks, et cetera, in your life. When things don't work out like you think they should, when things aren't happening as fast as you think they should, you will remember, reminder, and recollect your perspective that there's a source that's greater than you, that loves you more than you love your own children, your parents love you, and you will be able to find the light, the love, and the lessons in it you'll be able to see the promotion and protection in all things that happen, not ever being punished. Too many people forget that, you know, this omniscient all-powerful source is like a parent. And, you know, it, when your child does something that you know is going to hurt them, you may actually hit your child or scream at your child and your child may think they're being punished, but you're not. 
You're protecting them from putting their hand on the stove or jumping off the roof or whatever it is. You're protecting them and promoting them to a better place, a better situation. You're not punishing them. The same thing holds to be true about the universe. It's not punishing you. It's promoting you. It's protecting you. If you want to make the most out of opportunities to flex your gratitude muscles, you must look creatively for new situations and circumstances in which to feel grateful. You're looking for those situations that you aren't planned or you didn't think you want. You're looking to understand these opportunities and circumstances which to feel grateful. Once again, promotion and protection, not punishment. Share the creative ways you found to help you practice and adhere to the practice of gratitude. To be able to have the perspective that I am grateful, what am I doing to interfere with my gratitude? It's that simple. One of the other mechanisms for perspective is to control the input of non-grateful thoughts, judgments, conditions, separation, all the ego-based consciousness, fear-based consciousness that sucks our soul. Because what we pay attention to and what we give intention to equals the coincidences in our life. It equals the coincidences. And that's where people call you lucky. Oh my God, all that, it always happens in your face. Oh, why? Because I'm paying attention to, I'm focusing in on what I want. I'm saying, thank you. I'm framing my gratitude. I'm asking those questions about, you know, what I receive from, what I have to give to, what put me at disease, what I cause disease in others. I'm sharing my gratitude. I'm using all my senses to practice it. Reminders, forgetfulness, and awareness is also utilized, and I'm making a plan and a vow. All of these different things to create the coincidences I want. Grateful people have a particular linguistic style that uses the language of gifts, givers, blessings, blessed, fortune, fortunate, abundance, ingratitude. And if we're not using the right words, thoughts, beliefs, and actions, then we have to cancel them. Anytime my inner voice or anytime an outer voice of someone else or myself speaks into the darkness, I cancel it. And I find the light, the love, and the lessons in it. If I continue to cancel it and it keeps coming up, I know it's beyond my conscious senses and I need to look within the context of my subconscious mind and I need to clear my mind through breathing, through meditation, through the practice and adherence of the practice of being quiet. And if I can sit in peace, I can clear that and slowly but surely reform, re-engineer the 40,000 of the same thoughts that sit in my subconscious that either help or hinder me, either punish me or promote me, either create interference or free interference for me of that gratitude. Clear is an important mechanism in order to shift the habits of the neural pathways to shift the 40,000 of the same thoughts that we have every single day. And then finally, it allows us to connect to the light we can cancel all negative thoughts, judgments, conditions, clear our mind of the 40,000 negativities, any of the interference that we're creating and just clear interference. And so we can then connect to, because some things are so traumatic that they sit and lie in our unconscious mind and we need to shift our energy. We need to change our actual personality traits 
our characteristics, our obsessions and addictions. We need to change all these things so that we can start being a beacon of light, a beacon of lessons, a beacon of love, only allowing light, love and lessons to flow through us for others to appreciate, acknowledge and ask for more in the ultimate expansion of gratitude. And how do we connect? Well, we take this person, place, situation that we find interfering with our happiness, our truth, our love, our light, and our lessons, and we find a light in it. Now, in the pragmatic world, I do have a great chain of feeding uh, that says, you know, if this is bleeding me too much, I'm just going to allow it to fall away or even fire it. I'm not going to go ahead and take the time. But if there's something that is worth it, that feeds me, I'm going to go ahead and find that light in it with my eyes closed, put it over the light of something that I love the most and put it over my head. I will put this into the gratitude guide for you. I will show you, and it's in my book, which I'll send to you, david at dmelter.com. Just email me. I will show you how to cancel, clear, and connect to that gratitude with attention and intention so that the coincidences in your life that you want, so that not only will you use the linguistic style of me, of words like gifts, givers, blessings, bless, fortunate, fortune, and abundance will all be within the context of who you are. The last perspective adherence and practice uh, will be to create gratitude triggers. Um, and, uh, you know, we want to understand uh, and go through the motions of gratitude. Grateful motions include things like smiling is a trigger, saying thank you is a trigger, writing letters and journals are a trigger. Going through the grateful motions every day will trigger the emotion of gratitude more often. I created a trigger to identify the unconscious competencies of the, the uh, ego-based consciousness triggers, you know, uh, especially during the holidays. There's going to be some people that trigger you. And so I actually use the identification of those triggers. Those people are called family a lot of times. They're going to trigger you to have anxiety, fear, separation, anger, frustration, guilt, resentment, and offense. Sounds like my Thanksgivings have passed. And I've learned to use gratitude triggers in order to effectuate a better understanding of what I'm seeing, my perspective. Instead of remembering, you know, what my sister did to me when I was five years old and allowing that to ruin my Thanksgiving when I'm 53, I only see the light, the love, and the lessons for the things that she and I are grateful for together. And going through these triggers and creating the uh, grateful motions of smiling, saying thank you, writing letters of gratitude, journaling, all of these will trigger and identifying the triggers of ego-based consciousness. Next are the effects. So, you know, if we're going to adhere to the practice of gratitude and you're all going to join my gratitude challenge and just email me, david at dmelter.com. I will put you in. We will have many great gifts and prizes if you can do it beyond the greatest gift, that it will change your life, guaranteed. Guaranteed, if you say thank you before you go to bed or when you wake up every day, if you say thank you, I promise you your life will change. Guaranteed. Email me, I promise you, david at dmelter.com. All right, the effects. Number one effect of gratitude, it boosts your mental health. 
You know how expensive prescription drugs are? You don't need them. Gratitude takes 0.1 seconds and it's free and it boosts your mental health. Those who write letters of gratitude, journaling gratitude, have practices and adherence to those practices of gratitude report significantly better mental health for weeks, 12 weeks after the writing exercise ended. While not conclusive, of course, these findings suggest that practicing gratitude may help train the brain to be more sensitive to the experience of gratitude. It's a practice and it works upon itself. It compounds itself to adhere to that practice and the experience of writing down these grateful thoughts and ideas and things contributes to improve mental health continually over time. So adhere to the practice and have the right perspective. The next effect is it can help you accept change. See, the only person that likes change is a wet baby or a grateful person. A truly grateful person uh, accepts change. There's only one certainty and that's change. Why? Because the universe is growing, accelerating, expanding. There's trillions of variables, even on this one time frame, this one you know, plane that we live on, this pragmatic world, the man-made construct of time, the 24 hours of activity that we're given, that is distinguished by a particle of light leaving the sun at 186,000 miles per second and hitting the earth so that we have a 24-hour clock. All of that creates only one thing, resistance to change. Gratitude helps you accept the change. When we're comfortable with the way things already are, the law of gravity, we're exactly where we're supposed to be at the right place at the perfect time. And I appreciate that. I'm grateful for it. It can be difficult to accept when things change, let alone feel grateful for the difference between where we were and where we're going, because it's not going to be where we think we're going, because there's no certainty and we're not omniscient and all powerful. In fact, the only thing that's omniscient and all powerful is the thing greater than us that cares about us more than we care about us or we care about our children or our parents care about us. Think about that. So gratitude helps us accept that change and the differences caused by it. And when we make a habit to notice that good things bring or come from change, and the more we become more flexible and accepting of that change with the understanding of being promoted and protected by change, not punished. The last effect of gratitude. It can relieve stress. Think about all the millions of dollars and billions of dollars that are spent on prescription drugs to relieve stress. The regions associated with gratitude are part of the neural networks that light up when we socialize and experience pleasure. These regions are also heavily connected to the parts of the brain that control the basic emotion regulation, the way we feel and react, such as our heart rate, which is associated with stress relief and pain reduction. Feeling grateful and recognizing help from others creates a more relaxed body state and allows subsequent benefits of lower stress to wash over us because we are at center. The benefits of gratitude are fewer physical symptoms of illness, more optimization, more op, uh, <laughs> optimism itself, greater goal attainment, so decrease anxiety, depression, uh, practicing gratitude lights up the brain reward center, Gratitude lights up the ventromedial prefrontal cortex of our brain, a key region associated with reward. In other words, feeling good. It helps relieve stress and pain. 
Think about all, all of these things that it does for you simply by saying thank you, which is why I have the gratitude challenge. We can improve our health. Health is my number one non-negotiable. It is an opioid. That is what gratitude is. To adhere to the practice of gratitude will change your life. It will change your life to adhere to the practice. And the way that we adhere to the practice of gratitude is to say thank you as much as possible. Frame your gratitude. Ask yourself questions. Meditate on those relationships. What have I received from? What have I given to? What have I done to cause disease? And what have I done to receive disease? Disease. That's disease. Share your gratitude. Practice gratitude through all your senses. Use reminders. Forgetfulness and awareness risen through and make a plan or a vow or a journal. You can do all that. Change your perspective. Find the light, the love, and the lessons. Use cancel, clear, connect. Create gratitude triggers and find and identify the triggers of the ego-based consciousness. You will find those great effects. It'll boost your mental health. It'll allow you to accept change and relieve sex, stress with more benefits physically, emotionally, spiritually, biochemically than any other drug ever made in the world. And that is gratitude, the truth, the higher vibration, the higher frequency. Please reach out to me, david at dmelzer.com, please. And I will give you the gratitude guide. I will sign a copy of my book, send it to you. I will sign it, send it to you, pay for the book, pay for shipping, give you the gratitude guide. Please join me in the gratitude challenge to change your life. Change it with 0.1 seconds a day for free. Please, david at dmelzer.com. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You'll be able to listen to the rest of the training on Monday, but please do not underestimate the impact of gratitude will have on your life. If you can develop the habit of gratitude, it will change your life, I promise you. Check the show notes to see how you can take part in my 14-day gratitude challenge.